We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Cheap Seat Reviews. Well, hello, and good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night. Um, This is Sean, your host. This is Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good, and I am Sean Allred. So... We were going to do our top five, the, the, the last of our top ten, the second half of our top ten, in a two-part episode along with Goon. However, we wanted to talk so much about our favorite movies that the, the, the recording went too long, so we're going to have to split it up into two episodes. So uh, Goon is his own standalone episode, as you've probably seen, and now this is just our top five. So if you only want to hear us talk about Goon, listen to that episode. If you only want to hear us talk about our top five, listen to this one. Or, of course, you may listen to both, just not at the same time. So uh, with all that being said, um, uh, Sam, Corny, and Chad are um, going to be with us in just a second. And thank you very much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate uh, your um, your support through these 70, I guess this technically will be episode 72. So we, we appreciate uh, all your support, and truly with the fact that you even care what our top five is, or top ten. So, um, that being said, I'm going to turn the show back over to uh, what was previously recorded. Speaking of something better, we are now going to do our top Woo-hoo. five. Woo-hoo. Yay! Uh, we have audio clips for each. intro music on right here. I didn't come up with anything Ooh. else. I noticed last week too. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even put anything. There's still that blank space and us awkwardly talking about music that didn't happen. Because um, <laughs> frankly, I think that's actually funnier than anything I could have put there. Um, Just don't forget the Spanish uh, flair. Right. Well, that's what that's what the who was for. It's Spanish okay. for something. Who? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I don't think that's right at all. Uh, so this is how this is going to go. Uh, if you didn't listen last week, we're going to do our you know top five. We're going to go Chad, Corny, Sam, myself, as we always do. Uh, we're going to each do five and then four and on and so forth. We have a little audio clip, and then we're going to just uh, I'm going to ask the guys. I want to know why is this movie where it is in your list? Why is it on your list? Um, I, again, I want to know the why. I don't. I, we know what the movie is. We probably all heard of these movies by this point, um, and I just. I want to know what this movie means to you and why it's there. So, Chad, number five. Oh, that's not number five. This is number five. Get busy living or get busy dying. That's goddamn right. Yay. Oh, Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think Morgan Freeman. I was trying to like go with you there on the joke, but um, <laughs> um you could have even said like Batman begins or something. Yo, is it Harry? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Better get busy magicking or um. Chad. Shawshank yes. Redemption, man. Shawshank Redemption. Man? Man? 
I really, when I saw this film for the first time, I, I, I instantly liked it. And I don't know, there was just something about it. And maybe it was just Morgan Freeman. Um, but the whole, how he brings something to the prison and how he wanted to pretty much change the, 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 the corruptness of it and how he was imp- it, how he was wrongfully imprisoned and i don't know it was just a a good underdog story i just i just really liked it oh uh, yeah it's based on the book or the novella actually shawshank redemption um that i have, have read. you ever read it I by have, the way i have yeah it's really good uh it's a little darker than the movie absolutely um it's, there's actually way more about the beatings and the raping that the sisters do. Um, it also talks about how he got money into to buy the rock hammer. Uh, he actually literally took a whole bunch of money that he had, swallowed it in a plastic bag, and had to poop it out um, so that he could have money. And in the movie, he only goes through one rock hammer. In the book, he goes through like three. Um, but anyway. And it's actually called the Shawshank Redemption and... Who was the first girl? The calendar, the post. Rita Hayworth? Rita, Rita Hayworth, yeah. Charles Shank Redemption and Rita Hayworth or something like that. I think I'm getting it wrong. <laughs> but anyway, great movie, Chad. And, and to answer your, to not answer you, but to echo what you said, Chad, the first time I saw this movie, I hated it. Hated it. What? I got <laughs> so mad that the one guy that could get Andy Dufresne out of prison gets shot by the warden. I was so angry. Now, again, I was like 13 or 14. You rage quit a lot of things. Well, I was just really upset. And my parents were like, <laughs> it was a different time. Yeah, it was. My parents were like, when did this movie come out? 93, right? Four? I think so. And uh, 94. 94, yeah. right? Because Forrest Gump, same year. 94. Yep. Yeah. So I was 12. So I, I just, it made me really upset. And then a couple of years later, when I watched it again when I was in high school, like, you know, 16, 17, I was like, oh, now I get it. You know, it just took me a while. So there you go. Good job. Number five, Shawshank Redemption. Corny, your number five. I just have to find it here. Here it is. Number five. All right, listen up. Until we can close that portal, our priority is containment. Barton, I want you on that roof. Eyes on everything. Call out patterns and strays. Stark, you've got the perimeter. Anything gets more than three blocks out, you turn it back or you turn it to ash. Can you give me a lift? Right. Better clench up, Legolas. Thor, you gotta try and bottleneck that portal. Slow him down. You got the lightning. Light the bastards up. You and me, we stay here on the ground. We keep the fighting here. And Hulk. Smash. There you go. Yay. And of course, that is Marvel's Avengers. It is the first one. Uh, my my reasoning for this is that in a slew of disappointing movies from Marvel, in terms of comic book stuff, um, this was the first time that I said, yes, this is exactly what I want to see in a Marvel movie. And um, it, it, uh, it was, I, I watched it four times in the theater, and then the day that it came out to buy, I bought that, and then I watched it another three times. So, yes. Uh, and the reason why it's my number five is that, you know, I haven't watched it since that uh, initial just... Um, yeah, we did first. Well, I'm sorry, we, we watched it for. Yeah, so we this. watched it for this podcast. But I mean, other than that, I haven't like it's not, it's not a movie I've gone back and watched again uh, purposely. But um, it, it is just by far the. I think my per, my personal opinion is the best Marvel movie. 
I watched it like three weeks ago. Um, I can't disagree with anything you said. I personally, uh, Chad, you finally watched it recently, right? I really, uh, yeah, I finally watched it. I really like it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a great film. Where, yeah. Um, what was that? That was corny saying good. He's pretending to be the giant, uh, what was it? I thought maybe he was that's burping a, up no, something in your room. No, it's not the cockroach. What is it? It was like uh, it was that Family Guy episode where he's like, like this prey ma- giant prey <laughs> mantis like killed a bunch of things or whatever, and then they blame it on Meg, and he's they're like, oh, he'll never suspect whatever, and he's there in a corner going good. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Sam, time for yep. Sam's number five. So Corn's number five was yep. Avengers, of course. Sam's number five is. You want to know how I got these scars? My father was a drinker and a fiend. And one night, he goes off crazier than usual. Mommy gets the kitchen knife to defend herself. He doesn't like that. Not one bit. So, me watching, he takes the knife to her, laughing while he does it. He turns to me... And he says, why so serious? He comes at me with the knife. Why so serious? He sticks the blade in my mouth. Let's put a smile on that face. And... Why so serious? There you go. Christopher Nolan's masterpiece. Um, Absolutely amazing movie on so many levels. Um, You know, it it, it could only go down from that movie, and it certainly did with Dark Knight Rises. (laughs) It It went down hard. But um, from the story, from the stakes to the, you know, the two boats on the river, each one about to blow up the other one, uh, it's just it's it is an amazing intense movie and it's a heck of a lot of fun to watch again. Um, I really enjoy the uh, the performances by uh, Morgan Freeman and uh, even the raspy Batman voice uh, doesn't get me you know too much annoyed in this one. But uh, I love this film. I I'd watch it right now if I could. Okay, there you go. Now there was another clip. Did you play the other clip? No. It was like a really short one in the. You're allowed one. I didn't we see. We established it. this last week in the in the folder. I well, like Chad said, we you were allowed one. Um, that was the one you were supposed to play first. I didn't know I was supposed to play more than one. Where is it? It's not the clip that you deserve. Top ten it's clips clip that you need. Top top ten sound bites. Yeah, and then my top ten folders in there. Um. No, there's nothing in here. Anyway, there's a there's them. I mean, it's empty. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? Okay, never mind. Swear to me. Uh, yeah, it's not there, pal. Sorry. Oh, whatever. Um, did you like my soul? <laughs> my favorite version of Batman is from the Lego Movie. <laughs> no parents. He's a real artist. Anyway, we're gonna crash in that giant yellow thing. Yeah, but it's gonna look really cool. Ah, <laughs> uh, Will Arnett. Yeah. Oh, when we, when we went and watched that in the theaters, and he made that reference, <laughs> he's, he's the hero you deserve. <laughs> and the four of us laughed, and no, no one, one else did. <laughs> oh, that's a 
Dark Knight reference. You guys don't understand that? Oh, okay. Anyway, here we go. Understand because they're small. Uh, so Sam's is, of course, the Dark Knight. Um, not the Dark Knight Rises, but the Dark Knight. This is my number five. The Avengers. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Earth's mightiest heroes type thing. Yes. I've met them. Yeah. Takes us a while to get any traction. I'll give you that one. But let's do a head count here. Your brother, the demigod. A super soldier, living legend, who kind of lives up to the legend. A man with breathtaking anger management issues. A couple of master assassins. And you, big fella. You've managed to piss off every single one of them. That was the plan. Not a great plan. Well, of course, mine also is Avengers. Corny and I didn't plan that. It's just the way it is. (laughs) Things Um, will never be the same. I had a feeling we'd have a lot of repeats here at the top five. I think, yeah, a little bit. Um, Avengers, in my opinion, is the greatest comic book movie ever made. What Joss Whedon did was uh, amazing. The way he took all those actors, gave them all equal and fair share showtime they all had a, they all had character development that you actually cared about they all worked together i had it's the perfect movie in my opinion it's the perfect movie yep. yes they're and yes they don't have earpieces and they're talking to each other somehow whatever i i, I still claim the big deal i don't care they're in their and, little and, video. and once again it was going it was always going to be hard to come at, uh, to a sequel to the avengers Right. Avengers 2 did not do what Avengers 1 did. It still did a pretty good job, and it was okay. And I think I even laughed a little bit you know, internally when when they're, like, getting ready to go fight, and they pull those little bitty earpieces out, and then you can stick them, stick, you know, see them stick them yeah. in their ear. And like, okay, we got to make sure that you show the earpiece so that people don't get mad like they did in the first Avengers. <laughs> um, so there you go. My number five, of course, is Avengers. On to Chad. Number four. Number four dog. The lady of the lake, her arm clad in the purest shimmering samite, held aloft Excalibur from the bosom of the water, <laughs> signifying by divine providence that I, Arthur, was to carry Excalibur. That is why I'm your king. <laughs> Listen, strange women lying in ponds, distributing swords, is no basis for a system of government. government. <laughs> yes, Chad. Old woman. Man. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. And I'm 37. What? I'm not old. Not I can't old. just call you man. Well, you could call me Herbert. I didn't know you were called Herbert. Dennis. Oh, Dennis. Dennis. Yeah, you could have called me Dennis. <laughs> no, I was called Dennis. You didn't bother to ask now, did you? I'm being oh. repressed. Oh, my gosh. The Holy Grail. So many quotable things. Ah. All the, and, of course, the Black Knight. The whole Knight thing is just quotable. The, the, it's just brilliant. It, it really is. Chad, I... Uh, None of you guys play Hearthstone anymore, do you? No, no. They the the Black Knight is such an iconic thing <laughs> in that movie that there's actually a card, a playable card in Hearthstone called the Black Knight, and he looks just like the Black Knight from the movie. And his <laughs> battle cry is, "He will kill anyone with taunt." If you know what that means, great. Yeah. <laughs> it's hysterical, Chad. I'm a hundred percent with you. Congratulations. I, I didn't put it in mine. I loved it. so. My problem with it is this, Chad. I watched it so much when I was in high school. Yeah. I haven't watched it since. Um, but you can but still quote the hell out of it now. I still quote the yeah. hell out of it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, for, the, for the longest time, I always fell asleep as 
soon as they were about to start the 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 war, mm-hmm. I always fell asleep like Weird. instantaneously. Mm. I finally watched it after quote unquote watching it like I don't know five or six times. Finally watched all the way through. I actually wanted to see the final scene and the police show up. I kind of got mad, but whatever. All right, so yeah, the Holy Grail, Chad. So you didn't. You, we I, we kind of interrupted you. So your, what's your your why? Is it just because it's a, just a brilliant film? And I don't know. When I the first time I saw it, I really thought this is really dumb. And then I got to really watching a lot of Monty Python when I was growing up, and realized that no, it's not dumb. You actually like this type of humor. You're you have a very um, it, the, that British British style comedy is just hilarious, and you know, just Monty Python the parrot sketch is just. <laughs> this is an ex pedit. It's yeah. just it, it's just iconic, yeah. and it's it's how could you not like it? That's that's my thing. I like anything John Cleese is in now. So you can call me Tim. Tim, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Green, no blue. Ah. Yeah. In fact, that I'm trying to remember the whole um, what's the uh, aerial velocity of a unladen swallow or something like that. Like that was on someone's exam in college, like recently, like recently. Like I think one of my students came to me and was like, she's like they had the stupidest question for for extra credit, something about some unladen swallow or something, and I'm like. And I looked at him and I said, African or European? (laughs) (laughs) And she looked at me and she's like, you know what that means? And I'm like, yes, I do. That means your professor is my age and has a sense of humor. (laughs) All right. um, Moving on. Yeah. Um, Corny, you're number four. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. (laughs) <laughs> Could y'all hear that? Yes. All right. I'm, I'm going to play it again just in case because it was a little soft. We'll try it one more time. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. There you go. Uh, die hard. Ace die hard. <laughs> really? What? You're joking, right? Okay, he's joking. Okay, good. You never no. know. I really That's don't. True. I'm like, oh, it's Joe Pesci saying that in uh, East Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I would, no. Um, well, there's, I could say a hundred reasons, but basically, this movie started a genre, or uh, this movie started a uh, trope of its own, mm-hmm. and for that reason, it ranks my number four. Th- this movie, right? This movie created the Die Hard. Yeah. Um, you know, you're like you're watching, we're watching Leverage. There's a Die Hard episode in Leverage where they literally take over a building. The the muscle even says Yippee Kaye. Um, there's a, like a Star Trek episode. That's the Die Hard. I mean, there's almost that. I just watched the Chuck episode. That was the Die Hard episode. <laughs> um, he didn't see Yippie Kaye, but you know the bad guys took over the bank and they all had to do the, like the the one, the quote unquote hero even duck even used packing tape to tape the gun to his back. Of course, in the in this show, he couldn't reach it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> die Hard. I, I'm with you, pal. Um, there you go. Sam, you're number four. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the North, general of the Felix Legions. 
loyal servant to the true emperor, Marcus Aurelius. Father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. That's right. Gladiator. Oh, I love Gladiator. Yeah. Are you not entertained? Um, yeah. Another one of those weird movies, you know, it, it won Best Picture the year uh, it mm. came out. Um, but a lot of people still kind of poo-poo it as as a uh, not worth the Academy Award. But in my opinion, this this has everything I want to see in an, in, an, in a movie. Um, from the battle scenes to, uh, you know, things you've never seen before. Some of these Coliseum scenes... Yeah. are just, you know, absolutely amazing. And uh, I love the story and uh, the, no, uh, you real. know, the underdog, um, you know, that has to rise through the rankings to to kill the to the emperor. It's just it's just such a great movie. Uh, it's a it's a, it's a revenge story um, and it's a it's a, a bittersweet revenge story because everybody absolutely. dies. Um, yep. Even actors died <laughs> anyway. Um there you go. Um, Gladiator. My number, right? My yeah. turn. Yeah, my yep. number four. I've already forgotten what it is. My number four. Always with you, what cannot be done. Do you nothing that I say? Master, moving stones around is one thing. This is totally different. No, no different. Only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned. All right, I'll give it a try. No, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. No true words were ever spoken, except, of course, in order to do, you have to try. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> he was old and senile at that point. He's 900 <laughs> years old. Uh, Empire, the Empire Strikes Back. Star Wars was the phenomenon that, that broke the world. But Empire Strikes Back, I think, for, like cemented the love. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, Star Wars was the first date, but Empire was, you know, <laughs> the backseat of the car. You know what I'm saying? It's like that hand. I don't know what you're doing with that hand. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> um, I, need, it, I need an adult. It was... Uh, I am an adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Sam mentioned it in his top ten. Yep. It was in your top uh, something. It was uh, seven. Seven, yeah. Uh, I love this movie. Um, it's, I think, the best of the six. We'll see what J.J. Abrams has to say about that. Um, it's just a great film. Uh, Irvin Kershner was so great as a director. Uh, he made whiny little Luke less whiny. Absolutely. And um, It's uh, amazing. You know, you try to think of how the first three movies could have... Or, I'm sorry, first three episodes. Yeah. Um, if, if Lucas didn't have such control over them. Yeah. You know, if they would have been better. Exactly. Damn you, Charger. But there's nothing we can do about that now except for getting upset. So, there you go. Number three. Number three, Chadwick. I suddenly remembered my Charlemagne. Let my armies be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. There we go. That would be uh, a callback to my number seven, which is Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. No, I'm just kidding. The Last Crusade. <laughs> Shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> That never existed. Well, we named the dog Indiana. John, I appreciate your your shout out to me again. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Oh yes, yes. So you had to hire <laughs> up on, on on the list than I did, which is fine, which is totally fine. Um, 
Dan Strader. Sure. Anything you want to add? I mean, I guess people didn't listen last week, but, you know. <laughs> I'm saying in case people didn't listen okay. last week, which they should. Um, I really, I mean, obviously I really liked the film, but uh, it just, I like the storytelling. I like the, um, the travel scenes, you know, tra- you know, Trouble uh, by, by map. Yep. Uh, <laughs> thank, um, thank you, Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the fact that he met Hitler. You know, I just yeah. that, that scene just kind of like really and God that, is that, that just happened. Yeah. Okay. Cool. They're ha- they're at a book burning and here sign my book. Yeah. It's a good thing he didn't go. Okay. Fire. You know. No. No tickets. Thanks for a really short. Movie. Yeah. No, you're right, Chad. I love that movie too. Uh, it's it's my favorite of the four. Uh, what more else can you say? Though there's a really great. Um, I saw uh, a really great fan theory that Indiana Jones is actually he actually is Han Solo. Oh, yeah. It's because he drinks the the Grail, so he's therefore immortal. Um, uh. Uh, so anyway, but wait uh, a second. It- the Star Star Wars is a long time ago. Yeah, whatever. I, it was somebody. He was somebody else. I can't remember who it was. He became someone else in like in the Harrison Ford pantheon of films. I can't remember what it was. I thought it was Her- uh, Han Solo, but maybe not. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Air uh, Force One. No. Time for corny. The Fugitive. No, not that one. Top <laughs> corny number three. What are you doing? You're slowing down. You're slowing down. I'm bringing him in closer, Merlin. You're gonna do what? This is it, Maverick. I'm gonna hit the brakes. He'll fly right by. <laughs> You're what? <laughs> and of Southern course, road. That is Top uh, Gun. Top Gun. I was oh, gonna Top say gun. Afterburn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I. Oh yeah. Good point. Um, I. I watched this movie. Um, Along with Commando, uh, this movie showed up on my, you know, general Saturday uh, afternoon movies, and I got to watch it so much, and I just, I fell in love with the movie. The story is dumb, um, <laughs> and there, it's just, the whole thing, it just makes no sense, but until the end, and uh, I'm going to do this really badass movie, and it's going to work. I don't know what that does, but it does it for me, and I just like it. <laughs> but I watched it a ton uh, growing up. And Do you still, do you still cry uh, with Goose? No, no, no. Yeah. I blame the U.S. Navy for not having better uh, <laughs> airplanes <laughs> and things. You know, like uh, there's, okay. no, there's no way that should have happened. No, I mean, uh, I, I, I do. That I also I, blame uh, Tony Scott or Ridley Ridley Scott. Tony Scott. Tony Scott for not putting Meg Ryan as the lead because she's way hotter than Kelly McGillis. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there you go. Oh yeah, well that's it. Cool. Top Gun. Can't go wrong there. Sam, you're number three. Well, I'll be a son of a bitch. Delmar's been saved. Well, that's it, boys. I've been redeemed. The preacher done washed away all my sins and transgressions. It's a straight and narrow from here on out. And heaven everlasting's my reward. Delmar, what are you talking about? We got bigger fish to fry. The preacher said all my sins is washed away, including that piggly wiggly I knocked over in Yazoo. I thought you said you was innocent of those charges. Well, I was lying. And the preacher said that that sin's been washed away, too. Neither God nor man's got nothing on me now. Come on in, boys. 
The water is fine. Oh, brother, where art thou? We thought you was a horny toad. <laughs> uh, there are certain there are certain movies that are magnets, and, and this is one of those. It, it started out I, I wasn't real impressed with it, but the more you watch it. My golly, the, the, the more it kind of grows in you. And I swear it was a TBS or TNT shows it all the time. And if it's on TV, I am I am watching it. And um, I love the tone. It's it's another Coen Brothers, believe it or not. Um, I do and, believe it because we mentioned that in Fargo last, yeah, two, and, uh, uh, last episode. And the whole place and time, and I, I love the music. I love everything about this this movie. It, it's it's a fun fun ride. That was a mighty fan of picking ning and ning and. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a great film. It really is. It's a really good one. Well, I think we're kind of in the realm now where like I don't think any of us are going to disagree with what we have to no, pick. No, uh, oh, you're going to definitely disagree with my number two. Uh, I'm not. Okay. Not for you, because I know true. you. Um, uh, it's not in my top ten, obviously, but that's okay. <laughs> my number three. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, mother... That beep was a little hey, high. Hey, you got it. Yeah, that was a big ass rooster. Yeah, it was a big rooster. There you go. Mine is Die Hard, number three. Um, I I can't say more than what I already said for Corny. It's it's <laughs> it's it was the first action movie that I fell in love with. Um, I mentioned uh, that I my buddy Steve Everett and I we probably watched this movie a hundred times, and in fact I watched it on Father's Day uh, by myself. Uh, that was my when when, when my when my son was taking his nap. This was my Father's Day gift to myself. Uh, I watched it on Blu-ray. It looked great. I still had a good time. I was kind of watching it with the little CSR glasses on it. I'll explain later. Um, there's some things that I actually don't quite hold up as well as I'd hoped they would, but <laughs> but I didn't care. I just didn't care. But there was some times I was like, wait a minute. But anyway, um, some shoes, man. Well, I don't disagree. This is a good movie. I never was that impressed with Die Hard. Oh, just yeah, I don't know why. And, th- and you're not the only person that said that. Um, I've had some other other friends that are like, I don't like Bruce Willis, or I just don't. I don't get what what what's the deal. It's just another action flick. But you know, Sam, this this movie personifies everything that you like about every movie you like because you like the underdog story you like guys that are outnumbered and outgunned and have to use their wit and their resources and their brains to to overcome adversity and that's what this movie is is that it's him trying to survive long enough to just get out and and that's what this is this is um that tower defense it's a tower escape movie and (laughs) uh, i i love the movie i had a good time watching it again so there you go nine number three chad your number, number two. two. Who does he work for? I felt a great disturbance in the force, as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced. That's because, Star Trek! That's because they watched... Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sam. Joe Pesci is the they, captain. That's because they got nuked by the fridge. Oh. <laughs> Star Wars. Of course, A New Hope. Of course, that's A New Hope. Ho- hokey religion is one thing, but... You know, oh, you don't believe in the force. This thing I just learned about about five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I had this conversation, Chad. I'm completely interrupting you, but I want to say this. I had this conversation with a good uh, nerd buddy friend at work. I said, 
the the events now that we've had the prequel movies, right? We know that the the the, the reign of the Jedi ended when Darth Vader killed them all, right? Yes. yes. Luke is what? 17 years old, 18 years old, right? And Leia, you know, uh, 15, 16. Okay, there's say Aren't 16. They twins? The same. They're the same age. Oh, yeah, they're twins. I'm sorry. They're, twins. That. So they're like 17 years old, right? Yeah. So we're talking 17 years, okay? I get that Luke grew up in an era without the Jedi. I get that. He doesn't know anything else other than what he knows on Tatooine. But, like, the generals and all these other people that are around Vader are like, you and your weird religion and this crazy mysticism, you were alive when the Jedi were still a thing. Like, when why they start you, to eat you. Right. Like, why does that seem so strange to them? Uh, you and your, you know, even Han is like, you and your strange mysticism. Now, his response to me was, well, Han is from Corellia, which is a really, it's a place really, really far away, and he was an orphan, and so maybe he didn't know about the Jedi. I'm like, okay, fine. That one guy, Han, has a pass. But, like, Chewbacca knows about the, the, the Jedi. Yeah, he was there. He was there fighting with Yoda. So, like... No one understood what he was saying, so we could... Uh, yeah, maybe he, <laughs> he should have been like, Hey, Han, shut your yapper. This is real. Like, Jedi saved my life, like, three times, and then you saved my life, and that's why and we're And the bug now. I was riding on. Right. So, like, I, anyway. Anyway, again, <laughs> that I'm not complaining about Star Wars, I'm com- as in 4. This is, my, again, my grief with 1, 2, and 3. You know, stop explaining midichlorians and all that other stuff. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, Chad. Explanation. Um, Well, taking one, two, and three out of the picture, of course, because as as you you should. Um, I just think that, you know, when I first saw Star Wars, it 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 really changed the way that I saw film, and it was just, you know, that was what we that. Some of my friends, you know, that I grew up with, you know, they were big Star Wars fans and really got me turned on to it. And, you know, I had it on V. I had the trilogy on VHS. And, you know, when they came in and they changed stuff, you know, Han did did indeed shoot first. Absolutely. Uh, Han Solo shot Guido oh my gosh. in cold blood. Hold on, Chad. I'm sorry. I have to get this off my chest. So I mentioned that because I was going to watch Star Wars, and I have it on VHS, the unedited version, on VHS, the theatrical release, and I was going to show it to some of my students as a kind of a fun evening of movie whatever. And I, and I made that joke. I was like, Han shoots first. And no one in the room got the reference. Even fans who, who were like, we love Star Wars, and like one girl has a Star Wars tattoo, right? Like they love mm-hmm. Star Wars. They think it's great, but they also think that one, two, and three aren't bad films. And I'm like, they ain't know any better. And I'm like, yeah, Han shoots first, and like, and you're gonna see that. And they go, what are you talking about? And I go, what <laughs> do you mean? They have only ever seen the DVD, the 1997 DVD release. Oh man, they had never seen the oh. theatrical version. They have no idea what I'm talking about. I don't, don't want to live in a world where Han doesn't shoot first. You know what I'm saying? Like they had never seen, they had never not seen, you know, weird squiggly. Um, cho- um, Guido, Job of the Hut. Oh, jo- yeah. In that scene, you know, like they'd only ever seen that. It was so painful when they're like, "What are you talking about?" Han shoots first, and I'm like, "Oh, sorry, Chad." That's okay. I had to say it. I'm sorry. But yeah, I mean, that's throwing my student under the bus. It's what it is, I guess. So okay, it was a different time. It was a different time. <laughs> All right, Corny, you're number two. That's right. Taggart, would you mind explaining to me what you and Rosewood were doing in a strip bar 
out of our jurisdiction when you were still on duty? Sir, before you chastise these two officers, I think it's something you should know. That would be Beverly Hills Cop, the first one. I don't count the other two. Well, the second one I do. The second one's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know when the first time I watched this movie, but I fell in love with the fact that Eddie Murphy, <laughs> just on a whim, can come up with any story that he needed to to get into any place at any time he needed to. And the fact that, uh, you know, he's a cop who's, he's kind of, he's not an anti-hero, but he has anti-hero tendencies. And I think this is probably the first time that I uh, got to see an anti-hero. And uh, I was very intrigued by the fact that this man is a cop, but he's breaking into buildings. And he has a, uh, you know, a crooked friend. and Right. So anyway, but yeah, that's about it. There you go. Okay. Sam, you're number two. find I'm so excited I can barely sit still or hold a thought in my head. I think it's the excitement only a free man can feel. A free man at the start of a long journey whose conclusion is uncertain. I hope I can make it across the border. I hope to see my friend and shake his hand. I hope the Pacific is as blue as it has been in my dreams. Shawshank Redemption at number two. Um, if there is a better made movie, um, I haven't seen it yet. Um, hmm. I love this movie for the craft. I love this movie for the hope that endures throughout the entire thing. Um, this uh, this movie hit me at a time when, when I needed it most. And uh, I really, really... Uh, appreciate the the themes and the friendships that that are gained in this movie that that seem to last and it's just a beautiful story absolutely beautiful in a horrendous place and uh it's just gorgeous every bit you know all the scenes are gorgeous from the um from the record player incident mm-hmm. to uh to even you know when when you think the hope is there that that he's going to have someone that's going to tell his side of the story and it, and it goes away. You know, there are so many emotional up and downs in this movie and it's just brilliantly made, brilliantly written, beautiful music. I love it. I absolutely love this movie. Okay. I can't disagree or I won't. Yeah. Or shouldn't. My number two. I have been and always shall be your friend. Live long and prosper. There you go. Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. I picked that particular clip for two reasons. One, because it's the most impactful moment of the movie. And two, I wanted to give James Horner just a little bit of love. Uh, as we learned today that we recorded this episode, to learn the, the passing of James Horner and all the great things yep. that he did. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to get 
maybe uh, an episode in the future where we were able to uh, do a, an episode that has him as the uh, captain of, of the soundtrack, and we can we can play some of his music because um, his music was truly truly great. Uh, he loved his horns. He sure did. Yeah. Uh, he really did. French horns. And, and, um, <laughs> um, James Horner, or not James Horner, Star Trek II, uh, The Wrath of Khan. This is what got me into Star Trek. This movie I watched with my dad on VHS until the tape broke. Um, we, I don't know, I just, I used the phrase earlier on Die Hard. I'm going to use it again. This is the perfect film. This is the film that the franchise needed and wanted. Um, because the franchise was about to go under because the first movie was terrible. And this movie said, wait a minute. Yes, Star Wars can be all swashbuckly, but we can do action too, just in a different way. And, and this movie I thought was, was great. Um, I still think it holds up even though the movie is 33 years old. Uh, it, uh, it's very hairy chested. Yeah, no, no, no. He had a clean, he had a very smooth chest. It was just, uh, Ricardo Montalban. Well played. Yeah, Ricardo Ricardo Montalban was a good looking man for 65 or whatever it was when he, when he made this movie. Um, the movie deals with all kinds of actual real issues of age and growing older and being left behind. And, um, and, 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 and that's just what make movie makes this movie great. Besides it's also our revenge story. Uh, and it's also a story where a guy finds his son. It's just a great story. It's a great movie. I love it a lot. Um, and, I like it a lot. And there you go. And James Horner did a score for it, which is also great. Jerry Goldsmith was the one that created the Star Trek theme. So of course I gotta give him a lot of love too. So there you go. So that's it. Cool. We are down to our number one needs, ladies and gentlemen, are our favorite movies of all time. Of all time, as of ever, June twenty third, <laughs> twenty fifteen. Because it might change next week. Who knows? Um, who knows? Chad. Who knows? Your number one. Number one. Obi Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. No. That's not true. Nope, it is. <laughs> yep, yep, That's pretty much. Pretty much yeah. That's highly unlikely. <laughs> now you're not even trying. <laughs> Mini chlorians? Force? It's just microscopic bacteria in your blood. All right, if you're not even taking this seriously, I'm just going to go. Uh, Chad, your number one, of course, yes. is Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. And I had a, I, I, I struggled with this, with number one, number two. Um, you know, well, do I put two Star Wars back to back? Do, do I just put one in the top ten? You know, but I think the two, I think the two films actually stand apart from one another. You know, like you said, one kind of is the first date, and you never forget your first date or your first kiss or whatever. And but the Empire Strikes Back, you know, the whole, you know, no, I am your father. You know, yeah. who sees that coming? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait, wait, what? Apparently, the girl from no. Pitch Perfect did, but otherwise, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but well, whatever. <laughs> but I just like, I like it when. I like an underdog story, like Star Wars. You know, the you, know, you root for the rebels, and and then the second film kind of comes back and it says, 
oh yeah, well, the Empire is actually something that is yeah, a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, no pun intended. It's not just this big. It's not just this big space station. It's actually a a, a gigantic army, and and a, you know, and a weird evil guy in a bathrobe. <laughs> That's great. Empire Strikes Back. I, I see. I now know that, Chad. I didn't know that. I truly would have guessed either Batman or Nightmare Before Christmas would have been your number one. Uh, Batman stood up at the top for a long time, um, followed by Nightmare. But I really put in a lot of a lot of thought into, you know, how where where each of those films are going to land, and you know which one would I rather watch over the other. And it was it was not a very easy decision to come by. None of these are well. Like picking, yeah, picking your. I think for a couple of us, I know for Corny, Sam, and myself specifically, the three of us, our number ones were actually easy. Because they've oh, been yeah. our number ones for a long time. I know Corny's has. Since the movie came out, did you watch it for the first time with me? I think we did. Didn't we watch it here for the first time? Which, the mine? Yeah. We'll get to it in a second. Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, great. Thank you, Chad. Your number one, of course, is Empire Strikes Back. Corny, your... One of the no, most misquoted... Yes. Misquoted yep. quotes yeah. in all time. Luke, I'm your father. Nope. No one says. No. No. Well, it's also Scotty beam me up. Never said it. Yeah. Didn't happen. Oh, by the way, uh, Chad, I am I'm not a surprise that you're number one. Only in the sense that uh, as we were uh, getting to know each other in college, um, that just became a thing that I that I associated you with. Uh, to, uh, so much so that uh, your ringtone for the longest time was the uh, Vader. Man. Vader, no Vader, going the dark side <laughs> of the force is calling. I'm like, oh, Chad. <laughs> no, it's Chad. Nice. <laughs> That's hilarious. Corny, you're number one. Scott Pilgrim! Hey, buddy, save it. You're pretentious. This club sucks. I've got beef. Let's do it. Wait, 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 wait. You want to fight me? For her? No. I want to fight you for me. Scott, earn the power of self respect. <laughs> I freaking love Scott Pilgrim. Um, Scott Pilgrim versus the, the world. Versus, yeah, I have literally watched this movie uh, at least twenty times. I watched it yesterday again, just because. Um, I I have not grown tired of this movie. Every time I watch it, I laugh in the same spots. Sometimes I laugh in different spots. It is. It's a story where you see a guy who's really trying to do something and he's screwing that up and he has to keep fighting for something that he wants. And when he gets it, it's taken away from him. And then he gets to fight for it back again. I, I love this story. I just freaking love the story. Um, I could have swore you watched this. We were like, hey, let's just red box this thing. I think that might have been it. I think we were like, let's just red box this thing. We red boxed it. We were both like blown away. And you went and bought the movie that day. I did. And watched it that night. Called me the next day and said, hey, can I come over? You want to watch it again? And I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I just, I'm probably going to watch it sometime next week or so. But <laughs> God, I love that movie. Love that movie. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you want to get to it, it's the. Um, it's the fact that it's a it, a video game like video game movies in general, as we all know, suck. They are usually very very bad. 
if you're going to do a video game movie, this is the way that you do it. Yeah. The, the movie itself has video game features in it. So you get, uh, you know, um, the, the first time that I realized that this movie was uh, going to be very special uh, is that the first fight that Scott does, after he beats a guy, or first, sorry, when they first fight, it shows a versus screen. And you're like, what is happening? Yeah. And then it, it's, it's basically a video game. And then when he wins... The guy burst into coins. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and he goes, ooh, coins. <laughs> he picks them up. <laughs> and I was like, yes, that's exactly what I was saying. Okay, yeah. sorry, I'm, I'm done. No, I'm done boying over this movie. No, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's actually funny because I've, I've, I've tried to get my wife to watch this movie like two or three times. And she just she's like, it's too nerd for her. She's like, really? Yeah, it's too nerd. She's like, because the whole point of the movie, the point, but like the vehicle of the movie is a video game. It's an RPG. Um wrapped around a love story and it's and she can't wrap her mind around the fact that she he has to fight villains with guitars you know that he has to he had, that Scott Pilgrim that skinny little white dude is able to defeat Chris Evans you know <laughs> um, sorry spoiler no no <laughs> yeah. there you go Scott Pilgrim corny Scott Pilgrim versus the world um, Sam you're number one it is just a delay. That's all it is. All major theme parks have delays. When they opened Disneyland in 1956, nothing worked. Yeah, nothing. but John, if the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the obligatory Jurassic Park. I mean, what else could it be? Uh, but the... Oh, no. But the... Oh, no. We lost Sam. Damn oh, you, no. T-Rex. <laughs> oh, he's gone. Good job. Good it's job, his computer. Chad. Good job, Chad. Is, is he using I it? didn't do it. You took him out. Oh, I mean. he's gone. Like he okay. And his back. Did you did you hang up on me? No, no I swear, swear to God, dude, you just hung up. You were gone. Okay. You got two. All right. Um, how far did I get? Nothing. To a word. Yeah, you were a little like, Jurassic Park, of course this is my movie. Gone. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, of course this is my movie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't have time for only, your shenanigans. Yeah, not only do I, you know, the, my love for the movie, but, you know, we all have those circumstances certain circumstances that that make certain movies special to each one of us and this one hit me it, probably the best movie going time uh of, of my life or a time when i needed something to to have a crutch um hurricane andrew had just hit florida my father's business had just pretty much got wiped away with it and uh as my parents were moving to north carolina uh, they sent us up north to family to uh, to live with for about six weeks in the summer while my parents found a place to live. And I saw Jurassic Park in Des Moines, Iowa, in a giant theater. Uh, it was a matinee, and it was just myself and my two cousins. And this was, I think, the second week it was out. And it absolutely floored me. Um, you never seen anything like it before. My love of dinosaurs, my love of science, um, all put together. Um, I never read the book yet, so you know it was it, the movie was pure in its purest form, and I, I absolutely 
fell in love with it. And um, when I finally got back home to North Carolina, we were living in a tent for another six weeks before my parents actually found a house for us to live in. And when we got to the house, uh, I, I made sure that my parents uh, got the VCR ready for when the VHS was um, put out there. But I saw, I saw Jurassic Park, I think, 13 times in the theater. And I'm going on, I think I'm on 78 uh, now of times I've actually seen the whole movie. You count. So, yeah, you keep count. Um, love it. Instantly quotable. Um, it's and Chad and I had a long conversation about it this weekend. It, it, the beauty of the first Jurassic Park and what the other Jurassic Parks haven't been able to do is they wrapped the first movie. Um, it's a horror movie wrapped in science fiction. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it's basically the Frankenstein story, and. Uh, it's just, it's such a neat you okay, idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Okay, just a lot of noise coming from you. Yeah. It's just such a neat idea. I love it. Uh, the music is amazing. The direction is amazing. Um, and as much as they'll try, they'll never get that feeling again from that you know, first time you see that movie. But uh, it's basically, it's it's my uh, heroine. You know, after that first hit, I was I was hooked. Well, there you go. Clever girl. Same as on heroin. He said it is here. Jurassic Park, same number one. And my number one, which I've said a thousand times, but here it is anyway. This landing is going to get pretty interesting. Define interesting. Oh, God, oh, God, we're all going to die? This is a captain. We have a little problem with our entry sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. There you go. <laughs> that line defines the movie. That tells me everything I need to know about this movie, that they are dealing with real things and they're going to use humor. And yeah. this movie, of course, is 2005 Serenity. It was the product of uh, the TV show Firefly, which Fox screwed over and canceled. And, Absolutely. And people are all still a little hurt about it. Um, this movie came, uh, it was one of those things, Sam, same with you, uh, nothing as traumatic as a hurricane yeah. relocating your family. But I had lost my job. Um, the company I was working for went out of business in Wilmington, and I moved back to Boone uh, to find work. And I was living uh, with uh, with a good friend, a fraternity brother of ours. And he was like, hey, just rented this movie over from the Blockbuster. Check it out. It's kind of fun. I said, okay. I watched it four times in two days. <laughs> I was so blown away by the writing and the way that the, the actors worked together. I had never heard of Firefly. Never heard of it. Didn't know there was a show. I just watched this movie and was like, this thing is so awesome. And I loved it. My wife hates it. Well, she didn't hate it, but she, she hated it then. Now she just mildly tolerates it. But <laughs> I, I, I then, and then once I found out that it was a show, I bought the show. I, have, I own the show on Blu-ray. I own the movie on Blu-ray. I have the special director's cut on DVD that he came out with a few years ago. I've watched the commentary. I love this movie. It's just, to me, this is also, it's a perfect movie. I, I can find very little fault in it. Even 10 years later, the movie still holds up. Is the CGI is good? Eh, it wasn't a, it wasn't a $100 million movie. It was a I, was about, I was about to say, they didn't have the budget to make it hold up. Yeah, it was a $60 million movie, but it still looks good. You got good actors in there. Uh, uh, Chetwell Etchtefor. Chetwell Etchtefor. Ch- uh, 12 Years a Slave Guy. Yeah, him. Uh, you got the dude from Numbers in it as Mr. Universe. Um Nathan Fillion. He killed me with a sore mouth. Yeah, he killed, he's so weird. 
The movie is very quotable. He is what Han, what, what Han Solo is supposed to be. He not only shoots first, he shoots three unarmed guys and kills two of them. So, <laughs> and that's a point that the, the director made in the movie. So, Serenity is my number one until something comes along and just hits me the way that that thing did. I, I don't know what it'll be. It may be nothing. It may be something. But it's my favorite movie. The problem is having a favorite movie that's so kind of obscure is that when people go, oh, what's your favorite movie? Serenity. Never heard of it. Like, oh. So then I'll say, well, but isn't that nice, though, that you can introduce people to this? But most people don't care. I'm talking about oh. people that, like, <laughs> that, you know, the only thing that they know about Star Wars is, Luke, I'm your father. Those types of people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So usually they're like, oh, what's your favorite movie? I usually just say Star Trek as a general, you know, because they don't go, oh, okay, which one? Because there's 12. They just go, okay, you know, so <laughs> it's just easier to say that. Um, so there you go. Um, that's it. This has been a nice long podcast, and I'm not sure how we're going to make it work, but we'll make it work somehow. But there you go. That's it. Uh, we will post this online so, uh, on our podcast. On our podcast. What's your top 10 listeners? Um, yeah, we want to hear your stuff. What's your top five, ten, hundred? I don't care. I, I don't actually. I'm just kidding. Um, of course you do. Um, so there you go. Uh, thank you again for listening um, uh, to us. And actually, uh, thank you for caring about what we like. That's just great that people out there actually care you know, enough to go, hey, what's your top ten and, and why? Um, next week will be a special episode again. Another one? What? Yeah. Uh, Sam and Chad are going to be on vacation, and uh, I think Corny's just going to be drunk somewhere. So, um, <laughs> actually, it's pretty fair. Yeah. So it'll be just me and Steve Everett, our former uh, song intro guy. Just he and I. We're going to do Die Hard. Uh, I'm totally going to call in. Uh, call in. It's fine. Um, you just going to show up at the house? Pretty much. <laughs> uh, so we're going to do Die Hard next week. So it'll be just Steve and I. It'll be a good time. Uh, in the meantime, you can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. Follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seat Cast. You may follow me at Sean J. Allred, um, Sneegy16, that's S-O-N-E-J-I-16, that's Sam. Johnny Darko16 is Corny. Maestro underscore Evans is Chad. Um, please send us your emails, CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. Leave us a review on iTunes or on Stitcher if you want. And um, that's going to do it for us. Uh, Ooh, it's been, it's a, been a long one. It's been a long episode. Uh, thank you for sticking in uh, uh, yeah, to staying with us. Uh, we appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Uh, and thank you for uh, for making this pos- making it possible to get to 71 episodes because that still kind of floors me every week that we still get together and do this, and I have a good time doing it. So on behalf of Corny, Chad, Sam, this is Sean saying good night. Thank you for listening, and rest in peace, James.